you flip through music podcasts like you would the dollar bins of your local record shop, hoping to stumble upon that rare pressing or super under-the-radar classic? Well, dig no further. Vinyl Emergency is where musicians, everyday album collectors, and those who press, design, or otherwise celebrate vinyl records come to share their stories about how this influential medium has shaped their lives and careers. I'm your host, Jim Hankey, and you can join me and a new guest every other Tuesday as we take you through LP artwork that has stood the test of time, neighborhood record stores we remember, the first albums we ever bought. The tangible object of a vinyl record can spark so many intangible memories, and that's what Vinyl Emergency aims to capture and share with you. Past episodes have featured interviews with Hosier, Roseanne Cash, Creed Bratton from NBC's The Office, members of Foo Fighters, Wilco, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, and Hall & Oates. Not to mention label owners, record pressers, and more within today's exploding vinyl community. You don't need to be a longtime record collector to enjoy or keep up with the program, but I guarantee you'll learn something new about each of our guests whenever you listen. Subscribe to Vinyl Emergency however you get podcasts and follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Vinyl Emergency. Want more Bizarre Albums? Sign up at patreon.com slash bizarre albums to get weekly bonus episodes of the new companion show, B-Sides. Go a little deeper on each album every week on B-Sides. That's patreon.com slash bizarre albums. Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, the Johnny Cash Children's Album from 1975. Yes, indeed. It's New Year's 1975, and keep your eye on that ball. That's the place it counts. Coming on down to midnight, and the 1975, four, three, two, one, and Happy New Year! That's Dick Clark counting into 1975 on New Year's Rockin' Eve though this particular year was billed as Chicago's New Year's Rockin' Eve 1975. It was the annual TV special's first time on the ABC network, headlined by the band Chicago, and it was the first year featuring Dick Clark as the host. 1975 was a year of many firsts. Wheel of Fortune and Saturday Night Live first debuted on television. Bill Gates founded Microsoft. Actors Bradley Cooper, Drew Barrymore, and singer Lauryn Hill were born. For more of what was happening in the world in 1975, here's a clip of comedian Jimmy Pardo on his YouTube series, Jimmy's Records and Tapes. What's happening in 1975? The Vietnam War ends and the videotape war begins. Beta, the far superior format, uh, comes out. The world's crazy about it, but then here comes VHS and it crushes it. Why? I don't know. I did little to no research as to why people like VHS. I have to assume it's because it was bigger and people like bigger things. Uh, the biggest movie at the box office was Jaws. It won three Oscars. What does your money get you in 1975? Well, for 44 cents, get yourself a gallon of gas. You got 39300 bucks in your pocket? That's going to get you a house. Maybe you want to buy a Ford Mustang. $4,100 to do that. The best-selling song of the year was Love Will Keep Us Together by the Captain and Tennille. Now, of course, we've lost the Captain, haven't we? He's drifted off to sea. And I don't like Shannon, which was a song about a dead dog that uh, upset Casey Kasem at one point. The top-selling album of the year was Elton John's Greatest Hits, and Rolling Stone Magazine's album of the year was Bob Dylan's Blood on the Tracks. 
also happening in the world of music in 1975, Bruce Springsteen released his third album, Born to Run. The film version of the Who's rock opera Tommy premiered, Peter Gabriel left Genesis, the Sex Pistols played their first show, and country music icon Johnny Cash released a children's album. Yes, the country music outlaw, the man who once sang the lyrics, I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. The man in black. Well, you wonder why I always dress in black. Why you never see bright colors on my back. And why does my appearance seem to have a somber tone? Well, there's a reason for the things that I have on. Despite Cash's outlaw image, he never served a prison sentence, but he did go to jail seven different times for misdemeanors, never staying for longer than one night. Sometimes for things as small as picking flowers off of private property, but oftentimes it was due to his drug addiction to barbiturates and amphetamines. Here's Cash on Larry King Live in 2002. I remember the last time I was in jail, but I came home from, a, from being in jail down in Georgia, and uh, the jailer had picked me up and put me in his jail. I didn't know about it. I didn't know a thing until I woke up the next morning, and here I am in jail. And I started banging on the bars, kicking the cell door, raising cane. He came down and got me out and brought me up the front, and he threw my money and my car keys and my pills up on the counter. And he said, here, you take it all. You take the pills. Go ahead and kill yourself if you want to. He said, I did the best I could do. I brought you in to save your life, but now you go ahead, you go ahead and kill yourself. Or you go take care of yourself. Wow. I didn't. I just put the things in my pocket and left. And uh, and he says, I don't want to see you anymore. This was a turning point for Cash as he started to turn his life around. Part of turning his life around would include a rediscovery of his Christian faith after taking an altar call at a church in the Nashville area, pastored by Reverend Jimmy Rogers Snow, son of country music legend Hank Snow. While he was turning his personal life around. His popularity was in a bit of a decline when 1975 rolled around. He had not had a top 10 country hit in a few years. That may not sound like a big deal by today's standards, but think about it this way. Since 1955, he had had over 30 top 10 hits on the Billboard country charts. He had also remarkably released at least one album every year since 1957. His newfound faith and his friendship with evangelist Billy Graham led to a film produced, written, and starring Johnny Cash about the life of Jesus entitled The Gospel Road, A Story of Jesus. Now come along with me in the footsteps of Jesus, and I'll show you why they do. Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and John told about Jesus on that gospel highway. The Gospel Road was released on March 31, 1973, but it was a commercial failure. That same year, Saul Holliff, who had been Cash's manager since 1960, quit because he thought Cash's career had peaked. Cash had even started doing television commercials for Amico, right in the midst of the 1970s energy crisis. There are millions of miles of roads in this great country, and you can drive down every one of them and never find another gasoline like Amoco Super Premium. It's different from all the rest. The only high-octane lead-free you can buy. And now there's a lower-octane Amoco too, 
that cost you less than Amoco Super Premium. You expect more from Amoco, and you get it. It was indeed a strange time in the legend of Johnny Cash. And then, in January 1975, the Johnny Cash Children's Album was released on Columbia Records. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. The album kicks off with Nasty Dan, which is possibly how this whole children's album came about. On December 19, 1973, Cash had appeared on Sesame Street, playing Nasty Dan alongside Oscar the Grouch. Nasty Dan was the meanest man I ever knew. He'd stomp and scream and be real mean the whole day through. He'd frown a bunch, he ate nails for lunch, and he'd never laugh. He'd growl and yell, and I heard tell that he never took a bath. Nasty Dan was a nasty man. Hard to understand that nasty Dan. Aren't you Johnny Trash? Cash. Cash, cash. Have a rotten day. Yeah. Wow. There goes my kind of guy. <laughs> Nasty Dan was written by composer and lyricist Jeff Moss, who was also Sesame Street's first head writer. He had written several classic Sesame Street songs, including Who Are the People in Your Neighborhood, I Love Trash, and Rubber Ducky, which even became a surprise mainstream hit in 1970, reaching number 16 on the Billboard Hot 100, even going platinum. Oh, rubber ducky, you're the one. You make bath time lots of fun. Rubber ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. While Nasty Dan wasn't released as a single for Cash, the following year, the song became a number one hit in France for Claude Francois and his version that he did in French. In addition to Johnny Cash, Jeff Moss's songs have been performed by Julie Andrews and the Boston Pops, just to name a few. He also received an Oscar nomination for his music in 1984's The Muppets Take Manhattan. Cash had also performed another one of Moss's songs on Sesame Street, One and One Makes Two, which is appropriately track two on the album. Oh, the number one is not my favorite number Cause one means only me and there's no you But one plus one, you see, makes two, that's you and me And it's more fun when one and one make two Oh yes, one and one make two, at least I'm pretty sure they do Oh yes, it's true, one and one make two Now let me show you what I mean Another possible inspiration for the album could have been the birth of he and his wife June Carter Cash's only child, John, in 1970. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. 
This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. On the official Johnny Cash website, there's a quote from John Carter Cash about this album, saying, quote, My father loved children. This was the father I knew. A fun-loving, easygoing, laughing man who was in scores of ways as big of a kid as I have ever been. I think that is the biggest reason Dad loved children so much. He was a kid himself. For a large part of my life, my father was free in his heart, the most important thing in the world to him, just to have fun. End quote. Here's more from John on CBS This Morning in 2014. I mean, yes, he was known as the man in black, you know, this figure on stage, uh, this dark and foreboding character, but my dad was full of laughter. He was full of joy. He had always rather laugh than cry, no matter what anybody else said. That's the kind of guy he was. He had a great sense of humor. His enduring character trait, if I had to say what it was, my dad was a kind man. He was forgiving. He was loving. He was always gentle. Uh, That's who he was, and that's what remains. I Got a Boy and His Name is John is a duet between Johnny and June about... John. Written by Johnny Cash, it had originally appeared on his 1972 double compilation album, International Superstar. I got a boy and his name is John You ought to see little John tag along Going where his daddy goes Learning what his daddy knows. He would be going with his mom. I got a boy and his name is John. The album has three credited producers. Cash himself co-producing along with Charlie Bragg. The other producer, Larry Butler, also plays some piano on the album. Miss Terrell was one of the Larry Butler produced songs. Where are you going, Miss Tara, Miss Tara? Where are you going? Miss Tara Jones Yesterday when you played On the swing and the trampoline You were already thinking Of a life of your own Bill Walker also plays piano on the record. Walker also served as musical director on the Johnny Cash Show, which ran on ABC from 1969 to 1971. Cash would end every show by shouting, Good night, Bill Walker. Also playing on the album are members of Cash's backing band, the Tennessee Three. W.S. Holland on drums, Marshall Grant on bass, and Bob Wooten on guitar. Wooten had become a member of the Tennessee Three after original lead guitarist Luther Perkins died in a house fire after falling asleep with a lit cigarette in his hand. Wooten would remain Cash's guitarist for nearly 30 years. Carl Perkins, no relation. Carl Perkins, no relation, also played second guitar with the band after Luther died and plays on some of this album. Pretty Sally Garland coming down the mountainside where Tiger Whitehead's grinding at the mill. At the mill, she sits down on a bear skin and she says, you'll be my man. I'll have me the best bear hunter in these hills. That's a song called Tiger Whitehead, written by Cash alongside Nat T. Winston Jr. 
Winston was actually a psychiatrist and former commissioner of mental health for Tennessee. He'd played a big part in helping Johnny Cash with his drug addiction. Here's Cash talking about that on Larry King Live in 2002. And the commissioner of mental health for the state of Tennessee, he had befriended me. And he said, I will help you save your life if you won't save it. And I said, I want to save it. So he came to me every day at 5 o'clock when he got off work. He came every day for a counseling session for 32 days. The funny thing happened on about the seventh or eighth day. I'd had these pills that I had rat-holed, you know. I'd, I'd hidden back that I just knew nobody would know where they were. Safety measure. Yeah, my safety measure, yeah. One day, about the fifth or sixth day, he was out there. He said, okay, how you doing? I said, just great. He said, no, you're not. You're lying. He said, where are they? You want to flush them or you want me to just leave and you keep taking them? I said, I'll flush them. So I did, I flushed them. And I, stayed off it. Stayed off of it, yeah. There's a little green fountain on a little green mountain. Don't you think we ought to stop and get a drink of water? There's a little green fountain on a little green mountain. Don't you think we ought to stop and get a drink of water? Oh, the water is cool and the water is blue. A drink for me and a drink for you. Yes, the water is cool and the water is blue. A drink for me and a drink for you. There's a Other notable musicians playing on the album included country singer-songwriter Larry Gatlin, Nashville Songwriters Hall of Famer Red Lane, and Ray Edenton a guitarist who has played on more than 12,000 recording sessions as a member of the Nashville A-Team. Now here's a little tale about a flock of geese looking for a home and looking for peace. But before they're safely in the southern sand, they got to watch out for that critter called man. There's a goose and a gander and their goslin' childs hidden on south at the call of the wild. Honk and holler. Old Shep is a song written by Red Foley and Arthur Willis in 1933 about a dog Foley owned as a child. Foley recorded the song several times himself, and it's been recorded by many artists over the years like Elvis Presley, Pat Boone, Hank Snow, and of course, Johnny Cash. When I was a lad and old Shep was a pup Over hills and meadows we'd play just a boy and his dog We were both full of fun We grew up together that way Legacy Recordings reissued the album for Record Store Day's 10th anniversary in 2017. The reissue featured four bonus tracks. And for the first time, the Johnny Cash Children's Album charted for one week on the Billboard Kids Albums chart peaking at number six. Dinosaurs lived a long time ago. They were terrible lizards, don't you know? Some ate plants and some ate meat. Some ate fish and some ate beets. One was called a diplodocus. One was bigger than your school bus. One was called a triceratops. Three horns to stop anything at hops. Now, can't you just see... While the album didn't necessarily get Cash's career back on the right track, it was only a year later that Cash had another number one country hit with One Piece at a Time. Throughout his incredible career, he released 91 albums and 170 singles, spanning from 1954 all the way up until his death in 2003. Having sold more than 90 million albums worldwide, 
Johnny Cash is one of the best-selling artists of all time. His music, his artistry, his point of view helped form and define what we know as rock and roll. This is the biggest deal of my life. It's a great honor for me to present to you and to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Johnny Cash. That's Lyle Lovett inducting Johnny Cash into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1992. With his major crossover appeal, he has the rare honor of not only being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but also the Country Music and Gospel Music Halls of Fame. While Johnny Cash making a children's album may have seemed out of character, he's not the only surprising artist to have made a children's album. In 1978, Elvis Presley released Elvis Sings for Children and Grown Ups Too. But that is for another time. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums, and I'm at Tony Faxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at bizarrealbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums. Bizarre Albums.